Welcome to Her Digital Brand, a podcast where we interview female founders and leaders of some of the best brands on the internet. I'm your host, Kyler Nixon, and in just a minute, I'm going to be joined by my co-host, Brad Bishop. Today on the show, we have Rita Hopezola, the founder of Piper and Enza. She's going to talk about how she built a brand that tackles a major problem by collaborating with others. It's a really fun episode, so let's jump right in. Here we go. Hey, Rita, welcome to the show. We're so glad that you are finally here. I feel like we've been asking you to come on. You finally did it. We appreciate you just giving us some of your time today. It means a lot. It's been an honor. I love working with you guys. So thank you for having me. For sure. Let's start off and uh, let's just kind of jump into it. And I'd love to just get a high level overview of your brand because I think your brand is actually a little bit different than most of the clients that we work with and most of the guests that we've had on the show. So why don't you just give us a flyover of Piper and Enza and how you got started and kind of what the what the brand is? Um, Piper and Enza was my COVID baby. Um, I have two other older children and Piper and Enza the younger one. Uh, we I had it in June of 2020 and I was really inspired uh, by my own interaction with my then two and a half year old, who is probably one of the most stubborn two and a half year old you'll ever meet. Um, her terrible two stage lasted until she was well into her fifth year. So she was definitely a challenge. And, um, you know, it was just us, you know, in the early, early on pandemic where we're just walking in the park, I couldn't convince her to put her mask on. We didn't know what we were getting ourselves into. Um, it was just a difficult time trying to convince them to do something that they don't want to do, but you know, it's essential for their health, you know, in light of what we know. And then it dawned on me. It's like that light bulb went off. Um, is that, wait a minute, like there's other kids who are sick and who has to take medication, who has to do much tougher things that they don't want to do. That's not pleasant, probably hurt a heck of a lot more, but it's essential for their survival. At that point, we're talking about survival. So how do they do it? And that's when I went down that rabbit hole of how am I going to get this kit to comply without needing to hold her down or to force her into it? And that's when I found this amazing profession, you know, child life specialists. And then that's how I got to know Katie. And it's like, it's like open sesame. It's like this whole wide world just opened up in front of my eyes. I'm like, how can I not know about this? And I was such a, a Googler. I became so good at Googling everything parenting related and deciphering that information, but I have never heard of them. Um, and, you know, that's kind of how it started is really just diving into it, working with Katie, child life specialists, and then some really other amazing early childhood educator, um, one of the guy that I work with here, who happened to be um, leading our pot during through the pandemic. His name is Todd. He's like the Caesar Milan of children. That's how I call him. He knows exactly what makes those little brain tick, exactly what won't work, what won't work, what to say, what not to say, and it worked like a charm. It was amazing. So I, I kind of, I just kind of went to them. I'm like, give me all the resources you've got. How do I get the kid to understand what we're going through? How do I encourage them? How do we validate their feelings and all sorts of stuff? Um, and then voila, Piper and Nenza was born. Um, I was talking, you know, I was during that time, we had a really close knit cohort of parents 
um, who are going through very similar challenges. And it was just absolutely amazing watching them work uh, and then them like kind of just like making these toys and tools and making up these stories and, and you know, in their own garages and see how much that helped um, children. So, yeah. yeah. Well, let, let's talk about that for a second, because I think like that's what I'm hitting on is you you, ha- you do have such a unique product. So can, like try to like describe what exactly it is. Like if I am a customer of yours, like what exactly am I buying? Because it's 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 just really unique, right? Which we've talked about, you know, at length before, but I'm, I'm curious how you articulate that. Um, when someone is buying kind of that solution that you've created to the, to this problem, what are they actually getting? Um, what we're selling is a toolbox as a toolbox filled with things that you can use to talk, to play, to help your children, to validate their feelings and to, for the lack of better word, uh, reward them, so to speak. I really don't, I don't like, I, I'm not crazy about that word, but I'm going to think of a better one probably at the end of this 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 thing um as parents especially first-time parents new parents um it is very unfortunate that um our children didn't come with a user manual i wish they did we don't know how those little brain tick we don't know what we're saying is what they're hearing most of the time it's not so what we're providing piper and Enza, where I, I chose a focus of health and mental experiences because that is one thing that is inevitable in everyone's life. You're gonna get hurt, you're gonna get a jab, you're gonna get sick. That is nothing we can do as human beings to get away from it. So having that focus, how do we help parents to know what kind of language to use, uh, have the right stories to tell, um, yeah, and having the products there that designed specifically having children in mind, um, we're helping parents winning that battle. So they don't have to go through 10 different blog sites, 20 different Amazon listings, and read through hundreds of reviews to find the products that actually work for their family. So think of it as a comprehensive, like a toolbox. It's like, you know, it's like a little, little thing that you kind of just grab in everything you need um, in terms of conversation, education, play is all created and created for you. Make parenting Rita, I'm a little curious. easier. Yes, Brad. What What did you do before Piper and Enza? <laughs> uh, absolutely nothing related to this. Um, I come from a family business background and uh, we made residential wooden furniture. So oh, okay. I was in furniture. Yeah. So I did not know that. Okay. That's so yeah. Yeah. Well, what's interesting though is like you you saw a need, you became very passionate about it. How do you talk to me about the mobilization of this? Because like is, have you always been this type of person, like this ringleader that just mobilizes people to take action? Or was this this all new for you? It's definitely new for me. You know, I I think we talked about this. I think my imposter syndrome is on the severe side. Um it's like I, I think that has a lot to do with my upbringing and a lot of the Asian culture. Um, it's very unnatural for me to do this. It's like literally, I'm just like going for it. I have to kind of like hype myself up every morning to like, you got this. You know, whatever I'm telling all the parents out there, I'm telling that myself on a daily basis. Um, 
Yeah. So no, I was in furniture business. I was working for my family. Um, one thing that I got out of that, I learned a lot in terms of product development, manufacturing. Um, so I am very product oriented. Um, but in terms of from that experience, the whole family business experience, I, I the, the thing, one thing that I got out of it is I don't ever want to get back into family business again. Uh, <laughs> so that, that there, specifically that's a, that's furniture, a, like you don't want to go back to no, just, I think working with family is just a difficult thing. It's really, really it's just difficult. The worst. And I, yeah, I, I'm, just, I'm just, yeah, no. And our family, unfortunately, was not very good at managing that. Um, so I'm going to just leave it, leave it there. Um, sure. Yeah, but definitely product oriented. And I think that's why I'm kind of like so focused on, you know, a lot of people start thinking tech, start, start thinking about other things. And for me, I like to hold something in my hand, feel something. Um, my children are very much like that. And it was validated with talking to a lot of the teachers, especially for young children. Um, a lot of them discourage, you know, screen time and tech and that type of a thing for kids that's under the age of like five. And my kids who, my oldest one is eight, just turned eight in August and she hardly ever gets any device time um, unless we're on an airplane. So, I'm a firm believer in that. And yeah, so I think that's kind of the product side mm -hmm. of Piper and Enza. That's from my previous life. But why this passion is just, you know, I am, maybe it's a parenting thing. I just, it is amazing watching the children grow and then watching these teachers work with them. And it's fascinating, their brain development and what they're capable of. Um, yeah, it's been fun. You mentioned um, imposter syndrome, and obviously we've talked, you know, and I know you and Brad have talked about that like separately, like outside of our, our podcast. And, and and I think like, just to be like totally clear, I think I would imagine why you're feeling that. I don't want to put words in your mouth so you correct me if I'm wrong, but I would imagine it's because you stepped into this child life space, but you're, you're not a child life specialist, right? And so mm -hmm. I think one of the smart things that you've done is you've partnered with people who are experts in this space. So Brad kind of mentioned like you're a little bit of the ringleader. And I think that's, you know, a, a huge part of what your, your job is, but you're also leaning on people who might have expertise in certain areas. Is that how you think about it? Like, do you, do you view it as like, I need this support or do you like, how do you approach that? Um, setup, I guess, because I think it's a really smart way that you've done it. Um, and so I, I'm always a little surprised that you're facing imposter syndrome because you are you've surrounded yourself with people and you're you're obviously very impressive. And so I don't know. I guess I'm just curious, like how you've kind of approached that whole whole setup for your business. I think that setup is essential, and that's really stemmed from how I was seeking out information for my own use as a parent. Um, you know, we Google. And we are gra we're naturally gravitated towards, you know, all these experts, right? Whether, and, and that's how we function as parents when we're looking for anything or in business, right? You know, we're going to seek out you guys as marketing and then we're going to go find some other experts in finance. I think one thing that we all know is that we can be everything. We don't know everything. And mm -hmm. that is something that I have, I don't know, that came natural to me. I have no problem admitting the fact that I don't know everything and I know I don't know everything. Um, I know I don't know everything. That's what I said. But um, so I, I, as a parent, I will go to my doctors, my early child educator. That's, that's how I consume the media. So maybe it's um, 
the assumptions of me. I I made the assumption that that's how every parent would want to have how their information is presented to them. And my goal and my dream is always one day is 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 kind of like having this roundtable of experts all sit together and discuss a topic. One of the most frustrating thing for me as a parent is that I can get five different advice somehow all contradicting each other from five very well-known experts on one single topic. And it's insane because as a parent who very well know, like I'm not an expert, like what am I going to do? What, 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 is, what am I supposed to do? I don't know. Um, so with Piper Anunza, it's really presenting that information and then teasing out the nuances. And maybe it's an education or I don't know what it is. I love teasing out nuances. I love diving deeper, start looking up all the resources, all the medical paper, trying to see why does this person said the word that they said, or you know, having this kind of recommendation when something else is happening elsewhere that doesn't support the evidence that they're giving. There's always some sort of contradictions. And I think as you know, social media, you know, we're leaning on social media so much nowadays. We're all kind of looking for that soundbite. Um, and then a lot of details gets left out. So yeah, I mean, the imposter syndrome part is, is, is I think it's just deep rooted. It is what it is. But I love having a discussion. I love having people discussing something, kind of putting their heads together, um, challenging each other's view. You know, that's something that I thrive and I love hearing that argument. So for me, then I know, okay, I know, I know where they're coming from. Um, does that matter or does that not matter? Because nuances matter. And unfortunately, with today's world, I feel like so much of it is lost. And I want to present that to the family because that mattered to me. That mm -hmm. really, mm -hmm. really, really played yeah. a role in my decision making. So Yeah, yeah. That's cool. I love that. Um, what would you say to, because I mean, I feel like this is a common through line for a lot of the clients we work with. And I mean, I, I had a conversation with a brand, I'm not going to mention who it is, but it's a, it's a huge brand that we work with. They're making a multi-million dollar brand. They're launching a new product in kind of a new space, but like by all accounts, like everyone would look at this brand and be like, they are the expert on this topic. And there a couple of people on their team were talking about how they were feeling a little bit like a little bit of imposter syndrome around doing this. And I, and it totally caught me off guard. Cause I was like, you look at this brand that kind of has it all together and you would think they're experts and they are experts and they're still feeling that. And they're like at the top mm -hmm. of, you know, the food chain, so to speak. And so I think like, it's, it's a pretty normal thing, right. For everyone to like, to be feeling that level of, of imposter syndrome. And so I guess like, if someone's listening to this and they're just getting started and maybe they're entering into a space where they are feeling that imposter syndrome, like if they were sitting in front of you, mm -hmm. what would you, what would you say to them? I think in terms of the imposter syndrome, I think it's like you said, you know, you could be on the top of your game and you can still feel it. My way of dealing with it is to make sure that all my ducks, I use that as a motivation to make sure all mm. my ducks are in a row, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of the times for me personally is I feel imposter syndrome because I feel like if someone were to challenge me, I won't be able to back it up. Mm. But if I can back it up, I'm like, 
yeah, turning yeah. it on. Right. Yeah. And that gets rid of, that gets rid of a lot of it. So instead of seeing it as something that's hindering you, I would suggest to just you know kind of take a step back, think about why you're having that feeling, and then go beef it up. Use that as a motivation to move forward. Use that as the motivation to read more, to learn more, to talk to more people, um, to tease out the nuances and all the or the articles and finding the sources because it's always going to come and it's always going to come on, you know, some new angle, some new product, some new things that you're pushing out. Um, mm. We all, we're all learning and it's a, it's a lifelong thing. It's never going to stop, but use us as a motivation. And yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I am doing. So I hope that helps someone out there. I think Brad's pretty delayed here. <laughs> he's got some questions queued up, but he's like, Brad is like so 10 delayed. seconds behind it's, us. <laughs> it's like the story of my life. Like I didn't realize I did it myself. And oh, were no. you sitting there just talking? Oh, I thought you just- I was oh, on I mute. Just, like, I was on mute. Like, no, it's my fault. Um, <laughs> trying to be quiet, be a good listener. No, no dude, so no, I, what, I, what I said, Rita, uh, you never heard me say uh, because I was muted yeah. was, that was really good. This is why I love talking to you. You're, you're one of my favorite people to talk to. Um, you and I have had a lot of discussions about what I'm about to ask you. Um, okay. So I want to switch this to because, you know, hey, we're a marketing podcast. Let's talk about some marketing stuff. Yes. So launching, scaling Piper and Enzo, what do you feel like has been some of your biggest challenges with that? I think the biggest challenge challenge that I have that I, I'm still having really is traction and trying to cut through all of the noises out there. Because let's face it, it feels like once as soon you know in the social media age, you're competing with so many other brands out there, um, established new ones, and everybody is competing for that airtime for that for that time that you're you know the 20 seconds you're scrolling through Instagram or scrolling through your yeah, TikTok what have you um, and it is I, it's disconnect when you're thinking like this you know when I'm talking to my immediate circle of parents and, and whatever it is whoever it is it resonates but it's a whole nother story when you want people to really pay attention, to be a loyal customer and to open up their wallet to support you. So there's that disconnect. And how do you jump from one, one end to the other? How do you connect all those dots? Um, sometimes it does feel like it's, 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 it's a very, it's a daunting task because it's challenging and, and it takes time. So it's just, that is so that's that's still is my biggest challenge is that how do i get and i feel like i'm here waving say people you need this um but i'm just getting drowned out so mm. yeah yeah that's a, you know it's because you and i've had a lot of discussions around that just like how do we get traction on on social media is it mm-hmm. is it what we're posting is it you know and i've I know you get so frustrated with me all the time and I'm like, I want to see you on social. I want to see you. You're the business owner. Uh, you, you have this wonderful story and I want you to put yourself out there. And I know that's always been, you know, a challenge, but. It is, but you know, at this, it, it's something that's, it's kind of interesting. Um, it's not comfortable for me, but I love to perform. You know, I have a music background. I play the piano. I go compete I I used to love all that. So I love the spotlight, usually. 
So, so I, feel like social me- I feel like social media spotlight though is different because you like I, I I did some like theater and you know musicals and plays and stuff like in high school and whatever. And I was like, I could go out there, no problem. And like it was a blast. And you might have some nerves, but like it's a fun way to perform. But I'm like, right. okay, I'm gonna post this video on my stories. I'm like, oh, I don't know about this. Like I'm feeling a little nervous. And it's like, oh, I wonder why that is. And I think a lot of it is just because the people that you're sending that out to are largely faceless, right? So you're like kind of opening yourself up to anyone right. sort of saying anything and it going anywhere. And it's also just an uncomfortable medium, you know, at times. So I, you're not alone in that for well, sure. Hold on. I think we have a gold mine here. I think okay. I, I literally, it literally just, it was a, it was what it was spark in my head as she said that Rita, you need yeah. to be writing songs and singing them on oh, social come on about about your topic it would Let's kill go. on tiktok oh, 100%. like 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 yes like some and i mean like some funny stuff like some a little maybe yeah. a little bit of snark in there and some fun oh my gosh you would go viral yeah 100 <laughs> uh we 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 uh, we will explore that i don't know um it was kind of interesting <laughs> Like, we'll be your like, first share. Okay. I wouldn't say, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't say like, you know, um, but yeah, but that's the thing. Like if really you, putting if... yourself out there and, and, and things, it's just not something like, and I yeah. think the thing is that with social media, a lot of people can be very, very mean. Oh yeah, for sure. And oh, it's we have a client ex- that we have, I was going to say, I, sorry, I heard, we have a client that, that, that wouldn't even does not want to be on TikTok because of how mean people are. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 It's like that thick but, skin, you know, yeah. it's like that thick skin that you have to like, and you, you, you know, we consume the media and you go on TikTok and you see these people who are sharing their like heartbreaking story, whether it's their kid fighting cancer or some like serious juvenile behavioral issue that it's heartbreaking. And then you see some of these comments, people are like, suck it up. Like, you know, this is what it is that, or like, oh, you're using the platform to take advantage of your sick child like some of those things i'm like oh my god like it's it's hard it's, it's hard to read it's yeah, bru- yeah. It's brutal and it's there. just it does not make it you know enticing i guess <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're like, yeah why don't we jump into the shark infested <laughs> swimming pool right. that sounds awesome you know I'm, that's great yeah. rita i'm sorry for all the mean comments i put on your instagram I'm yeah sorry. brad is a tr- he has a bunch of troll <laughs> accounts and he just goes and <laughs> I mean, we have been, we have been lucky enough and we, you know, we laugh off the trolls and, and, and whatnot. We have been lucky enough that we haven't had that many of those things, but that was also one of the reasons why making it like so personal and inviting people so close to home, instead of putting that screen, that boundary up, it's like, this is where you stop. I think that's what makes it so difficult. Yeah, for sure. It well, I want to I want to pivot just a little bit. I want to ask you um, a little bit of a, you know, turnaround hindsight type of question. Um, mm-hmm. You know, obviously you you've come a long way. You've got a long way to go. Like as you're building this brand, um, you're mm-hmm. you're relatively kind of in the beginning stages of it still. And so, I guess yeah. like it wasn't so long ago. But when you started, what if you could you know talk to yourself from when you first started? Like what what's the advice that you would give? you're in it for the, you know, for the long haul. So just be sure that you get, you're all, you're like, yeah. you know, you're ready for it. I think that's yeah. it for me. It's more of the expectation. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it's kind of interesting. This was supposed to be like a side project, something that I did yeah. for fun. And obviously that didn't happen because now it's yeah. like all consuming, um, yeah. you know, with the amount of the investment that we have made financially, personally, our relationship. I feel like that is one thing is that maybe just realize that, you know, if you're going in, you're going all in and not yeah. the all in from two years ago, the all in that that's now. Um, for me, that will probably, that will probably is the biggest advice I will give myself, Yeah, you know, back in 2020. Um, would I have done anything different? Probably not. I feel like this is the very natural arc. I needed all of those lessons to be where I am today. Um, to meet you guys, to all that stuff. So I'm very much kind of like, it is what it is. That's, that's just, that's just how it needs to, that's how it needs to go. Um, I wouldn't be able to, you know, I wouldn't have learned all the things I learned. Yeah. So, yeah. That's cool. That's good advice. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Cedric, Kyler, yeah. Kyler Creative started as a side as a side project, and look where we're at now. Like, got a whole team of employees and an office, and like, oh my goodness, this is this is not what I. You guys are doing. Like, you guys are doing so great. You guys are doing such great work with all these amazing brands, and I have learned so much. You know, I heck, I have an MBA. You know, from one of the top schools, but. It is so amazing, so amazing, like just being thrown into a different world, how much more there is yeah. to learn. And yeah. I feel like, you know, this is just going to be me now. Like I would never stop. I, yeah, I yeah. won't be able to. It's yeah. fascinating. I love it. Love it. Yeah. It's great. Uh, okay. Okay, Rita. We ask everyone, we end every interview with a couple of fun questions, which we sent you in advance. Whether or not, you know, you took time to think about that, that I'm not sure. I did. But I did. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to ask the first one and, and mm -hmm. this is a personal question. So it doesn't have to be about business. Okay. I want you to know that. Um, okay. what okay. recent purchase of a hundred dollars or less has most positively impacted your life? Does it include alcohol? It can be whatever you, can you, be whatever you <laughs> <laughs> um, huh. yes. So as a mom, instant pot. I thought about this. I'm like, what has really, really changed my yes. life? Instapot. Instapot. Hands down. Less than $100? Yeah, it's like bucks. If you get it on like Amazon okay. Prime Day, yeah, yeah. it's... What's your... Yeah, I was going to... What's your favorite thing to cook in it? Yeah, what's your favorite thing? Oh, my parents are going to disapprove this, but oh well. <laughs> um, they're vegetarians. But what I found in... I make these um, pork ribs in it. Oh, yeah. And... It just like the kids just chow it down, like no yeah, complaints. Yeah. I don't have to nag yeah, them about good. eating food. And what's amazing about because you bricks you just takes forever for it to cook, right? And we're talking yeah. about like meat falling off the bone yeah, yeah. type. And it's about an hour tops yeah. from beginning to end in the pot and it's done. I love it. I can pork, take pork it. cooks I can the best in the Instapot out of almost any other meat in there. I've I've made pork carnitas in the Instapot a lot. You like you, it it you use yeah. pork shoulder, cut it up. Like oh man, you're you're speaking my yeah. love language right now for sure. Yeah, it's just so fast. I don't have to like prethink. I mean, I mean, yeah, one, yeah. my biggest pet peeve is meal planning, and I'm like, I just, yeah, I just don't want to plan anymore. I've been planning it for eight years. I'm done. Yeah. And, those kind of things usually requires advanced planning. You have to think about it. You have to defrost it. Right. You have to do this and that and this. It's yeah. a whole day process. Sort of, yeah. 
that you don't That's need to you take it out of the freezer you put it in water it defrosts you just throw it in you can start at four you and go. you can have dinner at the table at six so there you go that's a unique one we haven't gotten that one um, yeah no we haven't and i like it and and this is good this keeps my sanity the recess what is it it's like a it's like a sparkling water but i think is it alcoholic CB, no it's cbd infused oh oh interesting. this to be the first interview we've had where someone's drinking someone's actively <laughs> drinking on <laughs> yeah actually. no oh, it's cbd so i still have to go pick up um it's just cbd infused i've got some of magnesium blend american oh, ginseng nice. lemon balm no, but if you down great. that before it's... bed you'd sleep like a baby and that's kind of what I I needed. I since this is so interesting. Since Piper ends on my brain, I can't shut my brain down. Yeah. So yeah. um I'll wake up at like one or two o'clock in the morning and then yeah. that'll be it for me. Yeah, you're like why like, I'll stay yeah. up the whole night thinking totally about thinking about marketing and thinking about emails. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> All right. In Safat and yeah. <laughs> and yeah. CPD and recess. Kyle, this this would be a bit, probably a, a much better show if we let people actively drink on this show. I, I think, I, you know, you, you know, Brad, I don't, you know, I don't drink, um, which is kind of a weird uh, I thing in Wisconsin, but I think what we should require is that people are like three shots deep. What's the <laughs> yeah. point where you're still coherent, but you're starting to lose yeah. it. I don't know. What's the, what's Got a little the, buzz. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would just make it way more fun. Her yeah, drunk digital was. brand. I think that would be yeah. her tipsy digital brand. There you go. All right. Uh, second yeah. fun question. Um, <laughs> what platform, software, or app could your business not live without? And it can't be social media. Ugh. I don't know what that would be in terms of, I mean, we use like, zoom and google docs like that's kind of yeah. like how our team communicates so yeah, those yeah. are like the must-haves i mean here we are yeah. right yeah yeah um, right <laughs> that's how i kind of we kind of conduct our business and make our connections with everybody yeah. and getting them so i feel like that sure. has been such an essential part um mr brad introduced me to a little thing i think last time we chatted what was it I don't know. Just... did you <laughs> no, use it, it Oh, I got what is it? Oh, ja oh, Jasper. Yes. Yeah. Jasper. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's, it is, it's, it helps me, you know, English is my second language. I'm not the best writer. Uh, I, when I write, you know, the first thing I have so much writer's block, I don't know yeah. how to start something. That's also one of the reasons I'm not great at creating content because I'm just, you know, I can edit, but if you want me to start something, it's hard. So yeah, just yeah. having that tool and helping me to get a good head yeah. start and I can kind of fill in the meat and everything for sure that has been tremendously helpful. Yeah. So. Yeah. So if you're unfamiliar with Jasper, Jasper is a, um, an AI powered copywriting tool and it's pretty insane if you've never used an AI powered copywriting tool, because you can essentially just go to their website. It's, I mean, you have to pay for the service, but once you're on the inside of it, I think they have a free trial. You can basically just give it a number of prompts and you could say, uh, give me a blog post about this topic or help me write a paragraph about this or that. And it will automatically generate it for you. Um, it's pretty, it's pretty wild. We use it as starting points for our blogs and to help fill in some gaps. It's not perfect in terms of like, I don't think you could just press go and it would write a 3000 word blog. That's decent, but it will kind of give you the building blocks and help you come up with ideas okay. and give you that starting point. So um, yeah, that's, that's a, that's a good one. We use that quite a bit. A and I, I think you're one of our only clients who's been like, 
because it's a little bit advanced like the learning curve is like slightly like a little bit higher if you're not used to it but well i feel like a lot of your clients are really good at just writing content too you know like they are especially they're selling courses and they are they they have that already in their head i mean but for me I don't. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel you know, like, I, I feel like I, if you I'm are not... a good writer, it's it it just helps expedite your process, you know, because I think if you're mm-hmm. if you're a terrible writer, AI isn't going to solve that problem for you. You know, it's just going to kind of exacerbate yeah. the problem because yeah. you have to give good prompts. You have to guide it along. You have to add content to it. Um, right. So, yeah, I want to do a workshop uh, for our digital brand circle uh, on Jasper and maybe we could do it together. That'd be kind of fun. And we can write a blog together or something and I can guide you. Yeah, I think for me, it's been so I mean, I already, I, you know, I'm like, now I'm not afraid, I guess. Like before it's yeah. always one of those like, oh, God, now I got to go do this. Well, how wide? How do I start? Yeah. And you know what they say? It's always the start. That's hard. Yeah. It's always yeah, the yeah, first yeah. couple of words. But just having some prompts in there, thinking about it, somehow yeah. just, it, it feels like I'm having another person yeah, yeah, right yeah. next to me. Yeah, just give me an idea an and then it's on your desk right. in 30 seconds. Exactly. Yeah. Did you, exactly. Have you seen their um their new one-shot blog post template? I haven't tried it. I okay, need you out. need to try it. it, it it'll basically pump out a, a blog with an intro, a body, and a conclusion. And it's like four or 500 words. So it's not super long, uh-huh. but you can take right. it and then you can go and expand on it from there. And it's, it's wild. It's so wild. We got, uh, we got early access to Jasper art, which was AI powered, like art creation and like graphics creation. So you could type in a prompt, like a picture of a man on oh a surfboard God. in the Pacific ocean. And it would like generate it for you. It, it's still a little ways off. Like it's kind of the images it makes are what AI thinks a human on a surfboard should look like. So you get some wonky features sometimes. Um, but it's pretty wild, like how AI is like kind of influencing the marketing, the marketing world. So, yeah, yeah. So, I, I'll show I mean, you that that's after been the very call. helpful. Yes, I that's want cool. To see. That's All right, Rita, we, we're so grateful that you joined us today. Thank you for being here. We are in your corner. You are uh, awesome. You're crushing it, and we're grateful to know you. And just really appreciate you taking some time to hang out with us today. Thank you so very much. Thank you, Rita. Thank you, thank you.